Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, welcome to Let's Chat. Hey, T. Hey, Lisa girl. We are here on a Wednesday night. You know, we, we, we rarely have Wednesdays, but it seems so strange to be in the chat room on a Wednesday night and look around. Everything looks a little bit different. <laughs> Yes, I know, I know, but that's good. We do a lot of traveling this month, so, you know, Wednesday is a free night, so we go ahead on and we utilize it so that we can get these fabulous, fabulous guests we have on. It's going to be a hot, hot show today. We're talking about Upgrade Your Pen Game. We got two fabulous guests, author and publisher, Saeed Salam, and author and publisher, Anthony powerful gentleman that's coming into the chat room, so I'm going to be excited how they proceed upgrading your pen game, you know, because their pen game is kind of fiercely, you know, they they, they 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 can't not know what it is to upgrade your pen game because that's exactly what they do, and every book they put out is just upgraded from the last. Absolutely, I definitely agree with that. So let's get this show cracking. We always get to talking, and we always forget to open up the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, once again, welcome to Let's Chat. My name is Tony, and I am always joined in the chat room by the one and only, the beautiful Miss Felicia. That's my partner over there. We are the ladies of Let's Chat. And we try to bring you guys and, and just celebrate literature the royal way, no matter what the genre may be. And not only literature, if you check out Rich Archives, you'll find that in addition to books, we have musicians coming on, we have artists coming on, politicians, anything that affects our community. We try to bring it here on this chat and just bring it to our audience to just get them to know what's behind each guest's drive a little bit better because it's one thing to, to to read a book and see someone online, but when you actually hear them 
and talk to them and press that wand and get to hear their passion, it's a totally different experience. So that's what we like to do here on Let's Chat. Our show allows all avid readers as well as authors to be to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. When you come on Let's Chat, it's, it's like coming home and just enjoying yourself for the next couple of hours or however long we may be on the Blog Talk Radio and get to know our fabulous two guests tonight. I'm excited to hear what they've been doing since uh, we last spoke to him. Even though this is our first time talking to Anthony Fields, it's going to be interesting as well as exciting. So what else is going on, Leash? Absolutely. Girl, I'm just over here working. I'm working. For everybody that doesn't know me, I'm Leash. I'm the CEO of Right Royalty Promotions and the COO of Reese World Publishing. So I wear my publisher's hat a lot of the times lately. And I also have an event coming up in March. So I have so much going on. Um, the event in March, there's actually two events. The first event is a eat and greet. Get it? Eat and greet. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> It's a Divas Luncheon and Literature uh, where the authors are there. I have uh, 12 featured authors. The readers, they can table that they want to have lunch at. So they get to have lunch with their favorite author or um, special guests because we do have Travis Cure, who is an actor and a model, uh, who is going to be hosting the luncheon. So he will be there and he will have his own table. Mm-hmm. They get to do pick the uh, table that they would like to have lunch at, and then um, after having lunch with their favorite author or special guest, we will have a panel discussion with the authors, and then we will have a painting session. Justin Q. Young uh, will be doing a painting session, so he has a canvas that um, I asked him to make, that what he made it, and he's going to tweak it for me. Um, but he's going mm-hmm. to do a, a painting session, and that's going to be fun. And then we're going to have a mini, um, you know, network interact. Uh, Travis Cure, he is actually a cover model for a lot of authors' mm-hmm. books, and I, I didn't know that. So that is something that he does. Um, I will make sure that I get that information for those that are looking for cover models. I'll make sure I get the information so that we can talk about it on the show. Um, But if you are interested in going to the luncheon, it is March the 4th, 2017, and that is in Atlanta, Georgia. The tickets are $79. That includes the lunch and the painting session. And then on the 5th, Victoria Christopher Murray and Rashonda Tate Billingsley will be doing a Writer's Pro Workshop. And that will be from 10 to 2 on the 5th of March. Um, And that is $99. It's actually a five-hour course, which is equivalent to a four-week writing course. And we took the editing class with Victoria, so I know this is going to be on point. Mm -hmm. And she covers so much important information. That class was awesome. I had people in my inbox like, oh, my God, you got into the class because it hurt. Their stuff builds up so fast. I didn't know that, but it does because, and I think it's because when you are putting out, I guess, jewels and kind of giving that right information, that Mm -hmm. draws people to you. And Mm -hmm. their pen and their 
knowledge while writing and publishing and editing is is what authors crave. I think it's like something that people that that the industry really craves because they want to be mm-hmm. able to have that 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 get that niche and have that you know that right thing and not just anything. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times um, when we do what we do, people share. Um, some people right. always share. People, somebody mm-hmm. has to share their knowledge with me for me to be able to do what I do. Um, but I can actually say I know what I know because I know it, not just because someone shared with me. But I know, mm-hmm. like if I say something, I know that's what it is. So, and mm-hmm. it's it's like when you get that that extra, like when we did that editing class, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It just takes it you really to a was. whole nother level. Mhm. That's so true. And in addition to what you just said, Leash, that editing class that I took that we took with her, it just took my editing game to the next level. And I got so much, and also I got such confirmation as to what I have been doing when I pick up a a manuscript and edit it. But now I look at it with a totally different eye. So your eye grows, your intellect grows, and you want quality. And when Victoria Christopher Murray puts out a class, you know, in and of itself, it's going to be a quality product that she puts out there because that's the only way she knows how to go. I definitely agree with that. I mean, and mm-hmm. this is the thing. I just love people's passion. I love being able to experience and really feel people's passion for what they do. And that mm-hmm. author right there has a passion. Not only does she have a passion to read, she has a passion to write, but she has a passion to teach, to teach people how to do it the right way. And that is something mm-hmm. that seeps through any class that she has. Right. That is so true. And and, and she made she made learning it fun. You know, I really I really like, yeah. like the manuscript I'm working on now that she sent over with me. I'm seeing things in a, with a different eye, and I picked it up exactly. automatically because I got right back to you. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, let's clear up some things before I go further because it would be just a waste of time to go in the wrong direction exactly. when you see from the start you can you can correct it from the beginning. So my editing eye has so improved with that four-week class lease. I'm just waiting for her to put out another one. And, and, and it not necessarily have to be editing. Anything that she puts out, Regarding the literature world, it's it's a you know it's, it's a feather in your hat if you can actually get in the class because like Lisa says, her classes do fill up quickly. So as soon as you see her advertising that she's putting on a class like the class that Lisa has going on in her event in March, you should jump right on it because you will not be disappointed. The value that you get out of that class far exceeds the ticket of that of that event to get into it. I definitely agree because working on, you know, working as a promoter, I see a different side because I work with as a publisher. So even like when I look at stuff, my eye is different. You know, my mm-hmm. eye has always been a little critical, but now it's it's a little bit more focused. Like I can see stuff with, if I'm proofreading something. So that way by the time mm-hmm. it gets to Tony, it's already either mentioned or 
um, smoking on or taking care of. So that way that mm-hmm. it's like a tag team. And it, it does help the um, editing process go by a lot faster. I think that, mm-hmm. one, uh, shout out to King Diamond. We had him on our show last week. If you missed that show, make sure you hit those archives. But he did uh, make this fabulous statement that, you know, authors need to start taking pride in what they put out. That means that when mm-hmm. you turn that manuscript in, it should be polished and top-notch already off top mm-hmm. because you're taking pride in your work. So then when you turn that in and it gets proofread or whatever the process is for that editor, that for that publisher, that process mm-hmm. goes by faster because they're they're going over and it's like there's nothing they need to touch. The stuff that they touch may be things that you don't know or you're not quite sure about, but that basic stuff, mm-hmm. character development, all of that is, is already taken care of. And it does. It makes right. the process go faster, and your book comes out sooner because they're not hulling over your manuscript. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. I, I think uh, um, editors feel like authors think that they're supposed to write the rest of the book. And I get that. Mm-hmm. I get I get authors that say all the time, well, I wrote this, and, you know, we just going to give it to the editor and let them fix it. So you going to give the editor some of your coin, too? I'm too mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> and it slows up the process, please. <laughs> but there's only a handful of authors that I actually can pick up and know that when I sit down and open up the pages of that book, the editing is going to be on point. The character development is going to be on point. And just to name a yep. few, we have Nene Capri and Peter Mack has joined the, the, the array of my, my books that I totally enjoy. Arthur Hood, Forever Red, those are authors that take pride. And it shows Cash. when you come back over and over and over and purchase That's their right. book because you know that you're not going to waste your time reading something that you got to comprehend instead of enjoy. And try to figure out exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. And shout out to Peter Mack. He actually is a Let's Chat sponsor. Make sure you guys head over to Amazon and pick up his hot, hot series that he has popping right now. Oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. I'm telling y'all, if y'all ain't got a Peter Mack book, you are missing out. (laughs) You are missing out. He has affiliated affiliated five stars. um, Yes, he has Affiliated too, which is the newest book, um, and that's Death of a Snitch. And then he has the third book, which is On the Horizon. Oh, no, it's available in paperback only. That's right. Mm. So I'm telling y'all, if mm. y'all have not read a Peter Mack book, y'all are really, really missing a treat. It's not too many authors that um, can write first person one and still draw you into their read. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not too many authors mm-hmm. that can do that. He has a fabulous, dynamic pen. Mm-hmm. He really does. At least, you know, we had him on our show. So if you ha- if you missed the show, hit up our archives. That was a phenomenal show. And one thing I, I brought Absolutely. to Peter's attention, uh, I've I read all, just about what his latest because he's new to my library. But each book that I have read of Peter's, and this is a testament to the quality of work that you put out and, and the, the pride of the work that you put out. Even though his stories or his novels are based on his life, I haven't read two Peter Mac books that actually read the same. They each, they each have a different flavor. Exactly. They each portray a different, mm-hmm. different aspect or a different part of his life. And that's what Absolutely. you want to do when you pick up a book. 
So shout out to Peter. I am so happy he's he's one of our very first sponsors of Let's Chat. And in addition to that, I would pick up his book anyway because I just love a good read. Absolutely. And speaking on good reads, we have the fabulous Saeed Salam on tonight. His Dope Boy series. Let me tell y'all, I'm uh, I'm very book bougie. I'm very book bougie. I'm <laughs> yes, bougie is. too, but I am book bougie. And uh, some books can't get me. Some books can't hold me. You know, I'm not going to pick it up. And I'm going to get to page 10, maybe 15, and then I'm going to go to the back of the book, read the end, and see if it's something that I'm going to continue reading. Other than that, I will put it I'll put it down because I don't have – it's like I have – I don't have time to be trying to figure out who did what. It needs to flow. You know, it needs to be able to capture me and pull me in. I love to fill an author's pen. And it was funny mm-hmm. because before I really started being an avid reader, I did not read a lot. And I did not read a lot because um, books were a little boring. And as I got mm-hmm. into reading different books, I found that it was the author's pen. It was their pen style. Mm. They couldn't pull me into Mm -hmm. a story. So when I read that first book that was able to pull me in, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, oh, this is nice. This reading thing is awesome. (laughs) And books become eye candy. You know, men are eye candy, women are eye candy, but books are eye candy. They Mm -hmm. are something, they can blow your mind, they can take you to the left, bring you back, have you sweating, everything. I love a good read, a a good read Mm -hmm. that can hold me. So when I read Saeed Salam's Doughboy series, that was my first time reading a series like that. And at first I was like, wow, that really happened? But that Mm -hmm. series was nominal. And so when he bought out Doughboy Return. I was because I, I was like he needs to write another one and he kept saying no 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 so now he has the sequel to the Go Boy series so if you are a Saeed Salam fan make sure you go out there and you get that because that right there his books are on point his pen is awesome and now we have author Anthony Fields which I am new to his pen um, but he okay. has his book the um. The Ultimate Sacrifice, Kadasi. Um, mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, he put mm-hmm. an excerpt up, and it's nice. It's nice to be able to experience a new author and then have mm-hmm. that has a pen game that you can enjoy. So if you haven't right. read The Ultimate Sacrifice, there's one, two, three. I want to say there's five books. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure, but I want to say there are five books. He has Angel, mm-hmm. um, one and two. He has Kadafi, and I want to say it's Ghostface Killer. Right. I'm going to have to make sure, but I'm telling y'all. His pen, he put up this excerpt on Facebook, and I was like, okay. That is like when they can put up a piece of their mind, just like a few lines, and you're like, oh, that's 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 what you want to read. Mm-hmm. Tilly did a meet him this weekend, so I'm so looking forward to that Absolutely. because, uh, and, and I'm also new to his pen. It's just a matter of finding some free time to get to, to read it because, you know, we have so much going on. That free time has pretty much disappeared everything that we have 
on our plate because oh, yeah. no grass grows on our, on our feet. We have a whole lot going on. But I do get those books, and when I see an opening <laughs> in between editing and radio show and sports show, and I grab a couple of pages. So I'm looking forward to diving into Anthony Steele's latest Gaddafi. Absolutely, and I'm waiting because I want to, my new thing is, I think I have a book addiction. I think I need to go to Mm -hmm. an AA for book readers because I -hmm. I just recently went to 556 Book Chicks um, book event in Atlanta um, this past weekend. It was fabulous. It was fabulous to be their first event. That book club put on an awesome event, and I think I probably spent $300 that I have nowhere to put. Oh. <laughs> I Please, think, that's um, one I thing you do free- is buy books. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I have a book addiction because um, I had to take an extra suitcase, and I had to ship the suitcase home. I didn't take it on the plane because they weren't getting my $75. But um, And I got some free books just, you know, from um, – Shout out to Portia and Leo, and congratulations, but they gave me some free books. Um, oh, and uh, shout out to Sharif Jadon. I got the free paperback of Tice. I love that series. That's another pen that's phenomenal. If you have not picked up the Tice series, you are missing out on some fabulous reads right there. But I went to the when I got to the hotel, the girl was kind of tired, and y'all know I'm a promoter, so. You know, books books are a business. And so that kind of kicks in when people have that look. So she looks a little tired, a little bored. And I just started talking to her, and I asked her, did she read? And on and on. She was like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for uh, um, another book to read. Da, 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 about that time. So I just went in the car, and I got two books that weren't signed to me. So I got one of the two, two of the free books that I received, and I gave them to her. And, you know, that's that's part of that promotion. That's being able to reach people, and that's benefit to that author. Um, because now somebody who's probably never even heard of them or read them has their book now. Absolutely, absolutely. I just had a little technical difficulty. Lisa, can you hear me now? I had to switch my microphone. Yes. Oh, girl, yes, I can hear you. So we're going to take a brief break. And then we'll be back with the fabulous Anthony Steele. Okay. Let's sit on with some of that Bebo. Yes, author and publisher Aaron Bebo does not just write books. He makes music too. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like flash yards, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like flash yards, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my body 
set my name first, gonna make up Going the same person, we out here on the grind She got the same thirst, I got her mind, body and soul Three round burst, my soldier in heels The breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel You know a nigga see that, she want my attention And she know it's time to be back I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. Blige Pump like handles so she see a mirage When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs I could tell that she mind by the look in her eyes If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice Taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife So all them shots be misses, bitch, get you a life I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone how you doing, love? What's your name, number, and sign? You so divine. Let me look at you from behind. Yeah, your body banging. Coke bottle, some type of model. Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow. Got my attention. You got my head spinning. The kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing. The boy taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day. We can get away on a holiday. Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting. Chopping it up, back to back, blunts in motion Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer Baby, tell me how that sound, I want the finer things in life A1 weed, papers and pipes, and we can get it right I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Love that Keys to Bolivia. That is author and publisher Aaron Bebo. If you love that single, make sure you head over to QueenCityBullies.com and you can purchase that along with his newest book, Love and Hip Hop. That's right. Absolutely love Bebo. We love Bebo. His pen has really grown on me. Yes, so this is Les. Yes, this is Les Chat. I am Leisha. I got my right hand and sometimes my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk today about upgrade your pin game. A lot of people need to do that, and some people have. But this brother coming in right now, he has put his name on the upgrade. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mr. Fields, how are you? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, how you, you doing? Welcome to Let's Chat. How y'all doing? Uh, thank you for having me on Let's Chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you sharing your time and your journey with us. For all those that have never heard or have not read an Anthony Fields book, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. Oh, oh, I have um, I have uh, the Ultimate Sacrifice uh, series. Uh, part one through five. Uh, I started writing 
shoot, about 10, maybe 12 years ago when um, I first, my first published novel was Angel. And uh, I sold it to Terry Woods, and uh, she put it out, I believe it was 2006. And it did pretty good, so it inspired me to keep writing. So, uh, you know, since I didn't get any of the claim for Angel uh, that she published, a lot of people didn't know, you know, it was me. So uh, uh, my debut novel was actually Ghostface Killers in 2007. I kept writing, and um, the company that I was with didn't do too good, so they couldn't really push the book. So I ended up signing a contract with Wahi the Clock in 2008 to uh, with a WCP, Wahi the Clock Presents Publishing, and uh, that's when uh, that's when we put out uh, that's when we put out the Ultimate Sacrifice Part One, and uh, a lot of people loved it, you know, supported the project. So I came out with Part Two, and it went from there. It was only supposed to be four, but the, you know, by the from the overwhelming success and the uh, outpouring of uh, reviews and people loving the book, it uh, inspired me to write part five. So, you know, it's the ultimate sacrifice one through five. It's Angel, uh, which I'm about to release, Angel 2. And um, it's Qaddafi, mm-hmm. the newest book, Qaddafi. So that's what I've been doing, um, just trying to get the people good Absolutely. stories to read. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned that because even though I'm new to your pen, I've heard of uh, people talking about The Ultimate Sacrifice being a book that I should read. So uh-huh. just to be able to know that it's been able to – a lot of authors don't have the ability to ride the wave of a book for years. You see what I'm saying? They don't have the, <laughs> that ability. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's – and don't send me no emails. It's just my opinion. I'm a reader right, right now. But they don't have that that privilege to be able to ride the wave of a book for well, so long. Uh, You've been able to take that book, and it's it's gotten you to 2016, <laughs> and it's going to keep going. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of – but you know what I'm saying? They don't have that shelf life like that. Um, there are a few pins that do, but there are some that don't. So how does that make you feel knowing that you are a seasoned author that has, you know, that that privilege to write just um, one part one of your 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 series this far down. Well, well, just let me say this. I just want to give the people listening. Um, I just want to tell them why. Well, really, just give them like briefly, just let them know what happened and uh, why I'm still actually pushing um, Ultimate Sacrifice six years later. It, it came out in 2010. You know, some people I believe it might might think that I don't have other books, you know, and I'm just pigeonholing to Ultimate Sacrifice, which is not the case. But what happened, like I said, the book, was, you know, it was so successful. And uh, at the time I was incarcerated, I was doing a 15-year, well, 16-year sentence. I just recently came home about six months ago from doing uh, 15 of the 16 years. Anyway, um, so I wasn't able to do book signings. I wasn't able to connect with the readers, you know, nobody knew who I was outside of the promotion that Wahid the Clock and Nene Capri and I believe it was Wahida's daughter, uh, you know, that they was doing their street team, they was pushing they was pushing the Anthony Fields book, but nobody knew who I was. Nobody really got a chance to meet me or see me. So, um years later, like I said, fast forward to now it was a discrepancy about money and royalties and different things like that. Wahida then turned into the new Terry Woods, 
You know, that's the way Terry Woods, you know, basically, you know, um, you know, in my opinion, you know, Terry Woods not to, you know, talk but she basically, you know, came up on the backs of authors who were incarcerated. So, you know, basically and uh Wahida ended up doing the same thing. So I wasn't paid for my work. So what I did was I just came home April the fifteenth of this year. So I just decided to re release the Ultimate Sacrifice. And um and like I said, it's been accepted by a lot of people who didn't read Ultimate Sacrifice and some who have, they ended up buying it again because they liked it, the story. So, um, like I said, that inspired me to do a part five. So I'm 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 humble. I'm humble and uh, I'm honored that people still accept you know, still want to read and still intrigued and interested by the characters in Ultimate Sacrifice to where, you know, the the uh, bonds for the part five was overwhelming. And then I released Qaddafi, a book strictly about one of the characters in the book, and people love it, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm honored. I'm touched. And, you know, I'm humbled by it all because I don't have any formal education. I, I wasn't taught. I never went to school for writing. I just basically sat in a cell in prison and taught myself how to write a book, how about dialogue, writing in the first person, the third person. I just basically taught it to myself. I basically just, you know, kept tinkering with it and tinkering with it to I perfect, you know, perfected it, you know, at least not perfected. Well, just pretty much strengthened my craft. And um, like I said, I'm just touched by all the people that, uh, you know, they still accept the Ultimate Sacrifice series after all this time, even Angel, you know, after mm-hmm. all this time. Angel came out. In 2006, people still asking me about the uh, Angel 2, which I'm ready to release in about three weeks. Wow. Wow. Um, Anthony, this is Tony, and once again, we are so honored to have you here on Let's Chat. But I just want to back up a little bit um, to when you first initially started writing The Ultimate Sacrifice. You said that it was going to be a four-part series, but because of the overwhelming success of it, and the demand from your your readers, you decided to put out a part five. How difficult is it to know in your head that you already put out these four books, and now you have to create a different story or add on, attack on to the previous part four to put out a part five and to make sure that there's no repeats that are developed and, and they've aged appropriately because so much goes into a series. You know, you got to consider the time, the ages of your characters. How difficult is it to put out a part five when you originally only wanted to do four parts? Well, let me say this. First, let me say this. Let me let me let let me um correct you or correct myself because that's what I said. But the ultimate sacrifice in the in the in the in the at the beginning initially, the ultimate sacrifice was only one book. It was never intended to be a series. It was only one book, and when I mean. Uh, stabbed Gaddafi in the book at the end. That was originally supposed to be the end of it. But what happened was uh, Wahida Clark signed me to a two-book deal. And um, one book into the situation, like I said, when I when I saw the response to the book, that inspired me to continue the series, right? So, so what happened, I ended up writing a part two, and I was going to end it there. The part two was supposed mm-hmm. to be the last one. But like I said, as people, as more and more people responded to the Ultimate Sacrifice 1 and 2, I ended up, while he assigned me to another two-book deal. So it was only going to be three. I was going to write a part three, and that was going to be it. But what happened was when things started to go sour between me and her, I didn't want to give her any other book that I had written. 
I had in the blink of an eye, I had a few other books, uh, Wages of Sin, that she knew about that I, you know, I didn't want to give her any of them. So mm-hmm. what I did, I I just decided to write a part four. Once I did the part three, I just said, I'm going to do a part four. That'll satisfy my full book contract with Wahida, and that'll be it. But mm-hmm. like I said, here again, just, you know, the overwhelming response from the readers, from people who reached out to me from different countries. And that, to me, blew my mind. That's when I knew that I had actually done something, right? And I'm like, wow. Mm -hmm. When people started writing me from the Virgin Islands and a guy wrote me from Jamaica and different places Mm -hmm. and started telling me, you know, they can relate a whole story, so it inspired me. But anyway, so once I came home, you know, it it was easy for me. To answer your question, it was easy for me because Gaddafi, I mean, Monty, Kimi, all the characters in, in the book are Real people. they real people, mm-hmm. but the story is fictitious. Gaddafi, mm-hmm. Lufa Fuller is a real person. I mean, I mean, everybody, uh, the character I mean is patterned after me. So, like I said, it's, it, it was easy for me to appropriately age, you know, age the characters and, you know, their mm-hmm. correct birth dates. And, you know, it was it was easy for me because the story is like it's become a part of me. I know every, I know all the ins and outs of it. Everybody, mm-hmm. with every character, from the beginning to the end, I know everything. So it wasn't hard for me at all. Like I said, I'm just honored and thankful that people still want to read The Ultimate Sacrifice. It's part one mm-hmm. all these years later. I saw right. a lot of part one, like I said, all these years later. So I'm just humbled by it all. And it wasn't it wasn't uh, difficult for me at all. Mm-hmm. Now, this is Tony again. I'm, I'm, I have a two-part now. Um, you know, Lisa and I, we, we try to do different bits from different you know, shows or whatever, like Misery. We love Misery. And when you have avid readers that know every word that you have put into a book, and they know that when that next book come out, it better seamlessly flow, it's a great book when they don't come back and say, this happened on page 22 of part three, and this is not what's saying. You know, this is not flowing. You need to take that back. That's one thing we love here on, on Let's Chat that the show, right. the, the book flows seamlessly. But my other part is that at the top of your uh, interview, I, I told you I'm a new to your pen. Now, I am in the bookstore, and I'm and you happen to be standing next to me. And I put, pick up your book, but then I put it down, and I pick up something else, and you see me do this. Talk to me about your pen. You know, convince me to buy that book by Anthony Fields, that ultimate sacrifice. Tell me why I should put your book in my library. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, listen, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I think, you know, basically, what are you saying? I, I, you want me to convince you to buy my book? You want me to? Is that what you're saying? You want me to? I want you to sell me your book. Picture book. Yeah, picture picture book. Um, well, I mean, basically, basically, the ultimate sacrifice. We, like I said, we talking about the ultimate sacrifice. Like I said, because I got other books. We talking about Kadabra. We talking about angels too. What we, what book we talking about? We talking about ultimate sacrifice. He's talking about any book that you want. Book. You want name on, oh. right? You want them to buy your book. You want her to buy one okay. of your books. Well, Whatever book well, she got in her hand, you want to put that down. <laughs> okay, well, look, I'm, I'm saying basically, you know, I think that, you know, I think that you should basically, that you should get that book. I think you should buy my book because my book, the way it reads, it reads like a movie. If you entertained by good, you know, hood tales. If you entertain, if you entertained by good, you know, when you look at you know, things on BET and different, you know, uh, 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 
movies and stuff that's more or less like centered around the hood, around the streets. If you like mm-hmm. that type of stuff, then you're going to love Ultimate Sacrifice. With Ultimate Sacrifice is a movie with inside of a book. You're going to be thoroughly entertained. You know, mm-hmm. there's it's, it's no dull moments. There's no, it's action-packed. Um, you know, it, it, and it's, 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 it's a well, combin- it's, it's a combination of, you know, uh, uh, sex, uh, nice, you know, tactful sex scenes. And, you know, it's, 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 it's things from the street. So if you're not from the street, and you mm-hmm. want to know about the streets, and you want to read a little bit about the streets, Sacrifice uh-huh. is going to take you to the streets for about a day or so, you know, for however long it takes you to read. If you're a voracious reader, then you will read it in one day. Plenty of people read it in one day. Uh-huh. I think you should buy it because it's a good book. It's a good story. It's a well-thought-out story, and, uh, and, and uh-huh. I think you'll love it. And then you not only are you going to buy this book, and then you're going to contact me again, and you're going to ask me for the second book, all the way to the part five. So, there you know, you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> because it, we have listeners on the line, and you're not only selling it to me, you're selling it to them as well. They may not be familiar with your pen, so you just did a marvelous job. Once you got into it, you just got had it going on, Mr. <laughs> Anthony Steele. <laughs> All well, right, I'm... now. Now, this is Leisha. I got a question for you because I'm going to take you back because you mentioned that Gaddafi was a spinoff of the ultimate sacrifice. So tell us the what we prequel. can expect in Qaddafi. It was the prequel. So tell us what what's yes, going ma'am. on in, yes. in Qaddafi. Um, in Qaddafi, Qaddafi was the most I w I wanna say Qaddafi was the most uh what word I'm looking for. Um Qaddafi was the character that you know, the book had like a hundred, hundred and some reviews, right? Where people took the time to go in there and, and, and post their reviews, right? Mm-hmm. And about maybe 85% of the reviews were five stars. And everybody who posted, took the time to post a review, told me how much that they, they, they loved Qaddafi. Qaddafi, mm-hmm. everything was Qaddafi, 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 Qaddafi. I hated him. Qaddafi did too much. He was way too, you know, some, most, some people loved him. Some people hated him. Some loved and hated him. Some wanted him to die. Some like, man, please don't kill Gaddafi. You know, you know, everything was about Gaddafi. You know, the other mm-hmm. characters, Kimi, Monty, everybody else in there, everybody was so focused on Gaddafi that I had to. I felt as odd. I felt I had to give the people, the readers, a glimpse into the life of Gaddafi because everybody wanted to know about him because he was so wild. He was so. He's one of the most dynamic characters I ever created because he did anything. He did whatever he wanted to do. He did just about anything. I'm talking about it ran, it ran the, you know, just the, the spectrum. He went in the house and killed the three-year-old little girl, but then he loved other kids. I mean, it just, it, he, he was so, it was just so much about him. He just did so many different things and, you know, and it, it intrigued people so much. So I had to give him his own book. And basically, like I said, it's a prequel about his life because in the first book I, I told the readers that, um, you know, his mother, that, uh, that, that his behavior, a lot of things he did, it was based upon the fact he watched his mother get murdered by some dudes mm-hmm. who, you know, thought that, you know, his mother had stole their drugs and stuff. So they came in the house, he hid in the closet and watched his mother get murdered by two guys. So he mm-hmm. was so deeply affected by his mother's murder that it just, sent his life on it in a trajectory. It just trajected his life into a path that it would just made him heartless and cold, and he just did anything. So I just, you know, I, I, I just believe that, you know, the people, 
you know, the readers wanted to read. They wanted to read that. So I gave them that, his, you know, his, you know, his mother being killed, his uncle, you know, mm-hmm. just different people, the things that happened in his life and, and, and just gave you an inside, you know, uh, in-depth view of what was going on in his head because I wrote it in the first person that made him the way he was. So, you know, and the response for Qaddafi has been overwhelming. So, you know, again, I'm just I'm just touched by it all. I'm just, I'm honored. Wow. Wow. You listen to Let's Chat. My name is Tony, and we are, I'm joined by my fabulous co-host over there, Miss Felicia, and we have the awesome awesome author Anthony Fields on here talking about his, his journey and his latest book and that Gaddafi just sounds awesome but you know you, I, I, I'll see you Absolutely. in Texas in a few days Anthony and I want yes. a book with my name on it because you have gotten me intrigued well, about to the Gaddafi that's right <laughs> Just put yeah, our stuff to the side. Put our stuff to the side. And I do Absolutely. believe it. Let me check your suitcase first. That's you know, right. We want it signed and dated. I got you. Look, don't even don't worry. Now, if I, if I'm going to see. I'm going to have to go back and check. But I believe in the Pomp 5 of Ultimate Sacrifice, I believe I put I, I put both of you sisters in the acknowledgement. Both of y'all. I believe really? I'm looking forward to make sure. Yeah, I really? Well, thank yeah. you. Thank yeah, because you. I That's a that, surprise. You know, yeah, and I follow all y'all. You know, I, I've been, I, be, I follow y'all on Facebook when y'all was at the uh, Harlem Book Fair. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, different different videos, Facebook live videos. I follow y'all just like, you know, y'all heard about me. I heard about both of you. <laughs> so, you know, well, I was saying that on both of you. All right. <laughs> now, this is like and we'll bring you into the clubhouse. You know, he, he's he's here to to Cheryl. talk with us. I'm sorry for interrupting, Lee. It's okay, see. Now my question is: so we're sitting here a year from now, talking about the things that you have accomplished uh, in your literary career in 2016. Um, what would be the things that we will be speaking about this time next year? You talking to me? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Oh my, my bad. I told you, my bad. I'm sorry. I was still <laughs> looking for the book, but anyway. Um, and you said this time next year in 2017. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we talking. We we interviewing you again. This time oh, next year, be, so it'll be 2017. So oh, what are the things? About... What are some of the things that we're going to be talking about that you achieved in 2016? Oh, okay. Well, hopefully by 2017, I hope to, you know, I hope to be well on my way to doing. Uh, some movies, right? Um, I like I said, people always tell me that um that my books need to be movies. All of them, Angel, the Ultimate Sacrifice, uh, people who read Angel Two before I put it out. Everybody always say my books need to be movies. So, you know, I never, I, I'm never one to want to pigeonhole myself, um, to pigeonhole myself, you know, just you know into you know one you know one particular arena. So, I definitely want to you know find a way or have someone who can turn my book into a movie script. I want to do movies. I want to branch out and do a few things, uh, a few different things. So hopefully by this time next year, I'll be done. You know, I, I believe that in the six months I've been home, it's, I think the 15th of this, the 15th of this month will be six months I've been home. So mm-hmm. I, I believe I accomplished, you know, I, I've accomplished a lot for in the six months, but by, by this time, 2017, I want to have industries publishing, which is my publishing company. 
Um, mm-hmm. that that's uh, I want to have it more established by next year. About two by next year, I want to be publishing other authors. Uh, and I kind of want to focus on a lot of people that's incarcerated because I believe that they, you know, that they they they, they kind of been forgotten, right? Um. You know, and I don't want to. I want to play the game fair. I don't want to do what Wahid has done, while Terry Woods done, and a lot of other publishing houses has done through incarcerated authors, right? I want to give mm-hmm. the, the voiceless because they the voiceless. I want to give the voiceless a, a chance to be heard, and I want to, like I said, play the game fair with them, and you know, basically give them a fair wage for you know for their for their work for their uh you know for their book. So hopefully, like I said, um. By this time next year, I hope to be more solidified in, in the business and, and in um in the urban you know urban lit and and be publishing other authors and mm-hmm. hopefully you know to be if not working on the movie if, or having already done a movie and just basically being able to build uh, my brand and just be you know make sure industries publishing Anthony Fields and you know all my titles can become bigger you know and um mm-hmm. you know that's that's basically you know. So hopefully this time next year, that's what we talk about. Me expanding my brand and being my brand being bigger and more marketable. Wow, this is Tony Anthony. We're gonna have to have a whole show exclusive to you because you're gonna have a lot of things going on in this next year. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Look, I got other books. Listen, I got so much stuff coming for y'all. Like, I wrote so many books while I was incarcerated. I got so many other titles, man. You know, my my stuff don't stop with the ultimate sacrifice. You know, but it's going to be one more. I'm going to just let everybody know that. I'm going to stop at part six. I'm not going to be one of them authors that go all the way to 13 and all that <laughs> just to basically milk every little dollar from the readers. I'm going to basically right. end it at six. It's going, it's going, you know, that's going to be the finale. The part five, and here it is. Here I am again thinking that the part five was going to end it. But <laughs> it ended up, man. Six. Yeah, it ended up going to be at six. But that's going to be the finale. I'm going to make sure it's the finale. But it's going to uh-huh. be. Three angels, though. Like I said, one a lot of people are already familiar with, but mm-hmm. and like I said, a lot of people didn't know. Like I said, you just you know you just learned about my pen, but you know my pen, you know was was what it was. Like I said, yes, Terry Woods sent me ten thousand dollars prison, and in prison I thought I was rich. I thought I was a mm-hmm. millionaire when she sent me ten thousand dollars for Angel, and mm-hmm. she released it, and it was on the Essence Best. You know Essence had a bestseller list back then. And uh, Angel was on the bestseller list for about a year straight, you know, from one mm-hmm. to three to five to back to two to back to one. So, you know, I, I think, and, and I, uh, you know, I had to get her to put this book is dedicated to Anthony Fields. So it was a lot of people behind the scenes that knew that that was my book, but a lot of people didn't. Anyway, a lot of people know now. Everybody know now that I actually wrote right. Angel, just like Kwame T. wrote Dutch and, Caleb Alexander wrote Deli Reigns, and people were finding out now that Terry Woods didn't write a lot of them books. But anyway, mm-hmm. that, you know, that's a whole different show. So I ain't <laughs> even get too much of that. That's a whole different show. But uh-huh. like I said, um, you know, I uh, I just, you know, I just want people to be receptive to my books, and now I'm letting people know I got a whole lot more for you. So stay tuned. I got In a Blink of an Eye. I got a book called The Country Road. I got If You Cross Me Once, and the part two is called You'll Cross Me Twice. And I got mm-hmm. I got key come to my that I wrote. No ghost writers, no nothing things that I wrote. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's a lot more. You can expect a lot more from Anthony Fields. I ain't going nowhere for a while. All right. That's awesome. Now I have one more question for you before you leave, wrap up and leave the chat room. You talked right. exclusively and extensively about Qaddafi and uh 
I'm really intrigued by the the, the the thugness of him. But with every thug, this is Tony, I don't know if I said that, but you know me, at least it sounded okay, like. But with every every thug, there has to be a soft side. Does Gaddafi have a soft side that you can share with me and our listeners? Yeah, without a doubt. Everybody knows that Gaddafi, his weakness was Kimi. His weakness was his girlfriend, you know, the girl that he had been friends with since he was seven years old. His soft okay. side was his soft side was always it was always present. It was always evident whenever he was around whenever he got around Kimi. Kimi was his weakness. She was his kryptonite. You know, to, ah. to like he was Superman and she was kryptonite. So like I said, all the readers, the people who read it so that's all that's all they ever said. And I guess that's what made him so uh, you know, appealable because he was a thug and he was ruthless. He was dangerous. But then mm-hmm. he just had an intense love for Kimi, and every he was just weak for her. So, All right, yeah. so I'm really looking forward to reading and diving into Anthony Fields' book. So, you know that's 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 the beauty of coming on that chat. We get to hear the passion behind each author's pen, and to get to hear their journey. So, I I, I really appreciate you coming and sharing your journey with me, Alicia, here on this chat. Man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Alicia, having me. Um, like I said, I'm. I, I still I feel I'm honored I'm thankful you know because I mean I'm I'm quite sure it's authors out here that 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 people don't want to interview they don't want to probably you know they haven't even thought about interviewing you know what I mean and um I'm just mm-hmm. honored by it all by all the book clubs the sisters in the book club that reach out to me um the sisters that's bringing me to Texas in a couple of days you know um and featuring mm-hmm. me as the, a featured author I'm, I'm honored by it all so I want to thank. I want to thank you, Tony, and you, Alicia, just for, like I said, just for having me. I mean, I'm quite sure there's a whole lot of authors that, that y'all haven't had on that chat or probably didn't invite to be on that chat. So I'm honored. <laughs> I feel I feel honored, you know what I mean? So, you know, like I said, I'm humbled, and thank y'all very much. It goes both ways. We are so honored to have you here and to grace the ways. And we appreciate it. Thank you very much. I like I said, I appreciate y'all again. And whatever, okay. whenever you need me, for whatever, for whatever. Like I said, it's it's you know, I mean, I I do this for the reader. I do this for y'all. I do this for people in the book. So I do it for for everybody. I write as long as you know everybody want to read. You want to hear what I got to say, and you want to read my books. I'm gonna continue to do it. So whenever you need something from Anthony Fields, even when you know, whatever it is, just. Let me know, and, I, and I'm going to make myself available. I ain't going to never put my big hat on. No, uh, you know, and <laughs> so I ain't available. Just let me know. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Y'all take it easy. Yeah. Okay, take care. Have a great day. See you okay, See nice. you the weekend. All right. Okay. At least I'm adding a new author to my library. I definitely got to get into the pages of an Anthony Fields book. That was that was Absolutely. that was all that in the morning. This is why we do what we do, though. Exactly. But you know, this is why we do what we do. We do this for mm-hmm. a reason. I enjoy the platform that we have. I enjoy that we make our platform and continue to make our platform free because I love to hear a author one work their mm-hmm. dream with passion. And mm-hmm. I, too, love to hear the passion for what it is that they do. And he has passion for writing. He has passion for his readers. I mean, so it was 
it's awesome. It's an awesome experience just to be able to um, talk to authors and hear why they do what they do, why they created it, how they created it, and be able to be pulled into their world and just by the conversation. So it's really mm-hmm. awesome that he was able to take time to share his his journey and share his works with us. Um, here on yes. Let's Chat, we're going to take a brief break, and we will be back with Mr. Doughboy himself, the awesome Saeed Salam. All right. This your boy, Yo Gotti. Got Let's chat. 
I am Alicia, and I'm here with my right hand, and sometimes my left, the gorgeous Miss Tony. We're talking to talk about Upgrade Your Pen Game. We just had a fabulous interview with author Anthony Fields. If you're just tuning in, that's no worries. Make sure you head over to our archives uh, here on Blog Talk and on iTunes and listen to his interview in full. Now we have the fabulous Saeed Salam kicking it with us in the chat room. Hey, how are you? Hey, hey. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey. What's going on? How y'all doing? We are good. Can Glad to we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yes. Yes. Okay. There you go. There you go. We are good. <laughs> Okay, so you come, you you always in the chat room. We appreciate you. Every time I call on you, you always, always come. So you got to update us what's going on in Saeed's world. Oh, you know, same thing. Still writing as usual. Uh, just started on YOLO 5, so I think that's going to be something that uh, people are, are waiting on. So that's what's, uh, that's what's coming next. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit, though. Now, that you got those, this is Tony. I'm sorry. Um, I hey, Tony. To myself. <laughs> uh, for those that are not familiar with YOLO, and I can't believe there may be many, just tell us a little bit about that series. Oh, yeah. YOLO is the uh, the lovely little lunatic. She's a spinoff of the uh, the Killer series, which actually mm-hmm. took on a life of its own and uh, ironically outsold the Killer series, so it's actually a bigger uh, character. Um oh. But it's just crazy to see her evolution from just this young lunatic to now she's like a mother and she's, you know, dealing with motherhood issues. And, uh, you know, it's dealing with the same thing that any mother anywhere would, would deal with. So, it's you know, it's really interesting to see how she evolved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, you just dropped the return of the, uh, return of the Dope Boy. Tell us what we can expect um, in that book. Uh, I think you're going to see more growth of the character because it's been a while since the uh, the original Dope Boy dropped. I think it's been like, that was one of my, like when I first came out like five years ago, that's one of the first books I released. So, um, yeah, it's been a while since we dropped that series. So you're going to actually see the growth in uh, the main character, Cameron Forrest. Um, he deals with the dilemma of, uh, you know, should he go straight? Should he, should he you know, remain a Dope Boy? Is he a Dope Boy for life? Um, and again, it's like the growth. I like to show a lot of growth in my characters, you know, because no one's one-dimensional and just wants to stay stagnant forever, you know what I'm saying? People grow in real life, so I want my characters mm-hmm. to grow in the books as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. This is Tony Saez. Lisha loves that series, Dope Boy. She she always expounds on how much she loves that book by you. Can you tell me the one aspect of that book that is is kind of prevalent throughout your reviews or throughout your fan base. What is it about Dope Boy that that fans love so much? Uh, I think because it's so real. It's a real gritty story. It's uh, uh-huh. you know, a lot of my other books have like a lot of comedy in them, and you know, they make you laugh or whatever. But Dope Boy was just grimy. It was just a uh, and it's like authentic, you know what I'm saying? People who, who have any knowledge of the streets would, would realize that this is an authentic book. This isn't an outsider or a bystander trying to pin mm-hmm. what they think happens in the streets. This is the real deal because a lot of it happened in real life. It's a fictional story based on, you know, real people and real events. You know what I'm saying? I tried mm-hmm. to make sure I didn't get anybody indicted or anything. But, yeah, this, you know, a lot of that stuff was like, you know, really happened. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. people feel the realness. You can relate to it. 
Mm. You know, people, people relate to the lead character camera, you know, the ladies love camera. And even though he was like, kind of like, you know, a bad dude, he's really ruthless, but people loved him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of like we were just talking about with Anthony, that, that ruthless character that people just love and sometimes love to hate. And so that's that's a absolutely a pin when you can bring out that love hate relationship in that one character. Yeah, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, now, uh, that's, now, what made you do uh, Return of the Dope Boy? Because I remember asking you if you were going to do another, and you're like, no, that's it. So, what made what was going <laughs> on that made you decide to pin that next one? Uh, just trying to listen to my readers and give them what they want. It was about you and about a thousand other people kept asking me when what happened with Cam and is Cam going to come back. And so, I really just got tired of hearing about it when they wrote the book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did, Lee. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you know, when you read a when you read a book like that, and it's like, what you mean you're not gonna have another one? And he was just like, no, that's it. Everybody died. Do you see everybody died? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes the author vision isn't the same as the reader's vision. I mean, they wanted to know what else happened. And what, you know, that you know, when I wrote the book, you know, that was it was a standalone. That was it. You know what I mean? So. But everyone kept requesting mm-hmm. to see what was going to happen next in his life and all that. So, you know, had to wow. get the people what that's, they want. That's absolutely. That's <laughs> absolutely. That's now, you, not only are you an author, um, but you are a publisher as well. Now, there are a lot of new authors that are um, in the game and some aspiring to become authors. And uh, the biggest thing that they have a hard time with is their – I'm not even going to say promotion, but really like promoting themselves and getting themselves out there um, so that people don't know them, but now they do. What is the, the, the little bit of jewels that you would drop on them um, to help them during that journey? I mean, the only thing I could tell them is, you know, to follow my own advice, just go hard. You know what I'm saying? You just you, If you want to make it happen, you really got to go hard. You can't depend on anyone else to uh, to push your career. You know, at the end of the day, you are your own brand, so no one's going to be able to represent it as well as you can. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I came out under somebody, under a company, but uh, you know, Saeed Salam. I, I pushed Saeed Salam books. I was in, the, I was in the reader groups. I was, you know, all over social media, everywhere, putting out flies on the streets. I mean, I had people in different states putting out flies. I'm just, I just, I just went real hard, and you know. And you got to back it up with a decent pen game because nowadays uh, these publishing deals are more or less promotional deals because anyone can self-publish. You can do that yourself. A, a child can mm-hmm. do it with the computer. You know, you could you can upload the books to Kindle yourself. Anyone can do that. But what you really need is the is the promotions because if no one's heard of you, why should they take a you know take a chance on a new reader who they've never heard of before? So you do need that mm-hmm. name recognition. You do need one of the you know the brand name publishers to go ahead and recommend you. You know what I'm saying? And, and people will give you a shot. But other than that, you really have to, you know, you just got to work hard. Got to work hard. There's no substitute for hard work. I hear a lot of people, they um, talk about how their publishers robbed them and stuff like that. And that's a, that's a real-life occurrence. You're, you're, running that, you're running that risk by giving anybody your work. But you're not going to steal from yourself. So, you know, just like all these publishers with these big names, they, they had no name at first. They went hard themselves. They grinded and, and, built, it, and built their brand, and anyone could do the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not signed to anyone. I'm 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 a I'm a, I'm a force all by myself, really. You know, I I just go hard for myself, my wife and mm-hmm. I, and my readers. Mm-hmm. So you know, it can be done. You just have to be willing to put in the work. 
That's true. Absolutely. That's true. And this you is Tony. Promotion. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I, he's he's touching on a, a subject that I I I, I wanted to expound on. Uh, when it's all said and done, Saeed, what do you want people, uh, those that have supported you, those that see your growth, what do you want them to say about you and your brand when it's all said and done? You know, at the end of the day, I want to be recognized and I want to be remembered as being a positive influence in, in this uh, in this genre or in this, uh, you know, in this industry. You know, I stay mm-hmm. free from all the drama that's associated with urban authors. Uh, all my books, despite the titles, we'd be Dope Boy or, or Dope Girl or Young Pimp or whatever, they all contain positive messages. I want to uplift people. I try not to, you know, preach people. But, uh, you know, God first, uh, you know, always in every book, you know what I mean? Uh, I want people to be entertained. I want people to have a good time. I want them to be thoroughly entertained when they read the Saeed Salam book. So, you know. Absolutely. Now I ask you, uh, I have two questions. Now you talked about um, promotion and being able to go hard. Now, and there are a lot of authors that don't, they don't necessarily promote, but they interact. Can you talk about, and you are one of those authors that interact with your readers. Can you talk about the importance of interacting um, with the readers that you have? Oh, sure. But the uh, interaction is actually promotions. So you're not going to see me going to all the groups and, and posting links to my uh to my uh, my latest book, I'm not going to keep posting my book covers. I'm not going to keep promoting uh, the synopsis and excerpts, etc. But I do go and interact with the readers. And like nine times out of ten, if you say something intriguing, just on somebody else's post, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, people will, will take notice of you. And once they take notice mm-hmm. of you, they might go to Amazon and check out, you know, the uh, one of your books and check out your work. So you know, you you attract more readers by just being personable instead of shoving your books down their throat. Because there's a difference between you know promotions and harassment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Now, if we were sitting here a year from now and we were talking about what Saeed Salam has accomplished in 2016, what were some of the things that uh, we would be speaking of at that time? Uh, hopefully, by this time next year, I should be on my way out of the game. You know what I'm saying? Six, uh, 2016 was a monster year for me. I had a great year, my, my best year ever in, in, in promotions and in, in, in publishing game. Uh, sold a ton of books. I made a lot of money. Uh, got a lot of new readers. You know, I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, but this, you know, this probably be my second to last year. I think 2017 would be a wrap for me just because I have other interests. Does not mean I won't write again because I will. I just won't write full time. I don't want to do it for a living because there's other things I, w- I would like to explore. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Now, don't so we'll be, be talking about me in the past then, so hopefully. <laughs> wow, because, you know, that kind of ran into what I was going to ask you. This is Tony once again, just to just find out what it is that keeps your creative juices flowing because you have such a plethora of, of work in your library. What is it that keeps those creative juices flowing that you're able to put out book after book, satisfying book after book? Uh, you know, I, I guess that's just what authors do. I mean, you know, it's, this is an, uh, an expansion of your creativity. So, you know, you're, you're creative. You, you think about these things. You see things that might spark something. I could, you know, Every day, every day, I, every day I see something that inspires a, a, a chapter or a title or a character or something. So you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just what you do. There's really no explanation for it because it just comes so naturally. 
I think if you have to work real hard at doing something, it's probably not for you. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of authors, you know, if you listen to them, you know, it, it comes natural. This is just what we do. Absolutely. Now, what are some of the things outside of writing that we uh, we can look uh, for coming from Saeed the Salam? Since you mentioned that there were so many other things that you wanted to tap into, um, what are some of those things that we possibly can look forward to? Uh, my wife and I are starting a company where we're uh, building houses and rehabbing houses, building houses, et cetera, like that. So uh, that, that's, you know, pretty much I've always dibbled and dabbled in that, you know, even my entire life, and it's something I wanted to pursue uh, full time. Because that, you know, that too is being creative. I'm just a creative person, so I always want to make make something and make something out of it, you know, make something better, improve something. So, you know, that's probably the next career for Saeed Salam. Absolutely. And shout out to Christy Salam. She is so sweet. Mm. She really is. And and always on point. So I do appreciate her. Always. Always, always. You, I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Now, what what are some of the um, new reads outside of YOLO that we could be looking forward to. Do you have anything new? We look, we love exclusives here. You know, that's like giving us a treat. Anything new well, that people don't even know that you got cooking that's cooking? Uh, the finale to uh, Raw and Dre is at the editor right now, so that'll be dropped really soon. But we have a new series coming out uh, early 2017 entitled Family Drama. And this is about this uh, upper-middle-class family uh, in the Atlanta suburbs. And they just got so much stuff going on. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, like, shocking to me even writing it. I'm like, wow, really? I mean, it's the, the the mother, the father, the, the son, the daughter, they all got a lot going on. So it's going to be a really intriguing uh, new series. I think it's going to have something for everyone. It's a little bit, you know, a little bit of drama, a little bit of action, a little bit of romance. So it's going to be something for everyone. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about that because I really like the cover. It's just something about those, you know, we 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 have book reviews, as we should like Lisa likes to say, and certain covers just catch your eye, and that cover catches your eye. I don't know if it's the colors, the poses, or what, but I I really like that cover. Yeah, I like that. Again, shout out to my wife because she was one uh, who uh, got with the designer and uh, and made that happen. So. Uh huh. Shout out to her. Absolutely. Great job. Yeah, and it, it kind of matches the characters I had in mind, so that you know that was that was a really good job. Uh huh. Wow. Now, say if if you had a uh, all right, let's go to this your later your your next release that family drama. If it was what theme song would you put to that book? You know, we we love music here on this chat. What would be the theme song for that book? With us? Oh, he's asking. Who should call back in, though? Oh, man. Just getting into it. There he is. <laughs> oh, we have a hand he's up. Don't call back in. Oh, there he is. Okay. Yes, and we okay. have a hand up. We have a so hand we got up. Seven okay. Seven zero. Yes. Okay, we Yo. got you back. Um, All right, my bad. Go ahead with your question, Steve. Okay, I don't know. Did you hear my question, Saeed? I didn't. I'm sorry. 
Okay, no problem. Um, this is Tony. Um, talking about your next book, Family Drama, you know, we love music here on this chat. What theme song would you apply to that book? Oh, man, they would, they would be like old songs because I haven't listened to music in like over a decade. So, oh. Old songs <laughs> I, are good. <laughs> yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to think on that. Okay, well, why do you think on that? We have a hand up. Do you mind taking a call? Sure. Okay. We got seven oh six three one five. You're live in the chat room. What's your name and where you call us from? Assalamu alaikum, Saeed. Alaikum salam, honey. Oh, nothing because when you dropped the call. Oh, this is Christy. When you dropped the call, I wasn't sure why. Oh. Um, I didn't really want anything. Oh, she was about I to was step in. That's what I'm talking about. That's that backup going, girl. I appreciate that. That backup. She was like, "Oh, she's loud. I'm about to kick in and ask whatever they need answers." See, that's what I'm talking about. That's that help Absolutely. Okay. How are you, sister? <laughs> oh, silly. Thank you. We try, we try. <laughs> I be thank you, ladies, because y'all do show him mad love, and I really, I appreciate it. So, and I know he appreciates it, but I really appreciate it. Aw, thank you. We appreciate you guys well. Yes. Let me tell y'all, y'all men out there, when y'all want to help me, this is what you want. See, he dropped the cross, she was boom, right on point. That's what you're looking for. That's the helpmate. She got she got his back. He ain't got to worry. If he didn't come back, she would have finished the interview and answered all the questions. <laughs> yeah, sure would. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that teamwork in full effect. Absolutely, absolutely. Do we? Are you guys ever? Or have you ever collabed the book together? Because Christy, you write a little bit, correct? I do, but I don't. I I do it more in my spare time. I mean, just to uh-huh. play around with it, then to want to be published at this point. Uh-huh. We, we, thought of, we thought about it, um, but I have a lot on my plate, you know what I mean, just with assisting him with what he has going on. Then I homeschool one of our kids. And then um, I want to start a business of my own, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, he shared some of the things with us. But while I have, while we have you on the phone, Christy, this is Tony. I want to ask each of you, what is the strongest characteristic that you respect in each other? Um, for me, it's uh, you know, my, my wife is God fearing, so that's that's the the biggest attraction, and that's our biggest connection. Mhm. Yeah. So that's God brings God conscious. I would have to agree. It wasn't Saeed the author that caught my attention. It was Saeed the Muslim that caught my mm-hmm. attention. Mm-hmm. Um, if he decided tomorrow that he didn't want to write another word, I would be fine with that because he would still be Muslim. So, mm-hmm. which is my biggest interest in him. Wow, that's powerful. That's that's kind of like when, because uh, my son is a student athlete, and that's kind of like what his teachers have told me all his life. He's a he's a great athlete, but he's a, a better person. So 
I can totally understand the the platform that you you guys are coming from, and it's all about that respect. So that's those are powerful qualities, and it's awesome that it's seen in each other. You know, and and people don't see that these days. You don't see a lot of it these days. I can no, honestly, you don't. I can honestly say that I have a great life partner. I, you know, what I mean, you meet some people who get married and then they may stay married for other, you know, I mean, other reasons. Kids are. I can wait mm-hmm. time kids are going and it's just me and him. Because I'm talking about he's my best friend. Like, yeah, he's just my best friend. I think he's a wonderful person. You know, I mean, he's a good father. He's a good son. Um, you know, I mean, when it comes to his mother, he's a good. Um, he's just a good person. All he's an all-around good person. He's a, he's a fabulous husband. But I love mm-hmm. to see him interact with other people because he will give you his laugh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he should. It's it's just him. It's just he. He's just a good person, and I love that mm-hmm. about him. All right, chill, because I'm gonna get the big head. <laughs> but you know, this is Tony. I can totally, re- uh, you know, relate to that. Uh, my husband and I, we just celebrated 24 years of marriage a couple of weeks ago. And wow. I him, <laughs> you don't see that many much these days as well. <laughs> really? But I, but I see when I look at him interact, like you said, with other people, you kind of see a different side to them. And, and I don't – you do see a different side to them, and sometimes you just sit back and just want to watch them interact with each other and just sit back on the sidelines and, and step in when you need to, like you just did a few minutes ago. But it's an awesome experience, and I love watching him when he doesn't know I'm watching him, but that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good when you have a, a mate who balances you out because he's a little calmer than I tend to be. Uh-huh. And um, but he balances me out because I'm quick to say no, no. The answer is just no, and he'd be like, no, you can't act like that. Sometimes you know what I mean. It's just a balance, right. and I think I need I needed that. I think he came he came into my life at the right time. Like people, a lot of I had a lot of people at, used to ask me all the time, when are you gonna get married? And I would tell mm-hmm. them when it's time. And I think he came into my life at the right. At the right time, he came when when he was what I needed at that point, and mm-hmm. he was just a blessing. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's how you. This is Tony and Alicia. I'm sorry if I'm hogging the interview. You know, I can get I can just get on a tangent. <laughs> but you know, you talk about getting out of the game at some point in the in the near future. Out of all the books that you have written, what has been the one that's closest to your heart? Uh, probably uh, my children's story. Uh, it hasn't been released yet, but uh, God willing, it'll be it'll be out shortly. Um, mm-hmm. You know that, and probably just Shahada. I think when when I'm when I'm remembered, I hope to be remembered by those books. I hope that those define my legacy. You know, uh, you know, the other books are cool and they're entertaining, but again, I, you know, I, I, that's not who I am. That's not who I, mm-hmm. how I want to be remembered. I'd rather be remembered for, um, you know, the Shahada. Or super kids, or even my uh, public service announcement, the lady killer. You know. Mhm. Well, thank po- you so much for sharing that with us. Mhm. Thank you, Leisha. I'm gonna step back, you know, because I could just keep going on this. I need a crispy bottle like this. Hey, girl, shut up. 
absolutely not. It's awesome. It's awesome. This is why we do what we do. I love to to hear an author's passion. And then when you get to hear, you know, the passion for that they have for their spouse, that's even better. So this is mm-hmm. so awesome just to be able to experience because it's something that doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Now, when you guys, um, how how is that balance? And I know you talked about he really balances you, but when you, you talked about doing so much, Christy, um, and having so much uh, on your plate, how do you balance and make sure that um, everything is taken care of with running a company, you got, you know, kids, you got just, just Christy herself. How do you balance that? Because there are a lot of authors, female authors, that are trying to balance family and home and work, and some are trying are, are finding it a little difficult. Well, <laughs> he tells me all the time I'm not good with management, so it's funny. But I had to just come to the point where I had to get where he where he said I had to learn to manage my time. Where I was trying to do everything at one time. Where if my where I get up in the morning, I'm trying to homeschool plus I'm trying to do his work, and then I finally just had to sit down. Okay, from this hour from nine to one, I do homeschooling. From one to five, I do his work. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe he needs me to do it. Like I try to take a day out of the week where I may have to go out and run errands, and I try to do them only one day. And then mm-hmm. my time is later in the evening. It's like sometimes you might see me on Facebook in the midnight hours. That's usually when I focus on me, or if it's something that I really want to do. That's when I get my time in because my thing is my children, my husband at this point have to come first, mm-hmm. and I I feel like. Eventually, I'll get my time to do what I want to do, what it is that I want to do. Right. But right now, my husband has a successful career. Mm-hmm. And our situation is what it is. So he needs me to put my focus on his career right now. So as his spouse, that's what I've chosen to do. I've chosen to make him and my children number one. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. uh-huh. And don't get me wrong because he don't get me wrong because like the things that I do do for myself, he supports it one hundred percent. It's not you know what I mean, it's not all about Saeed Saeed Salam. It's not one sided, right. Right. It's not one sided. And I know I know some people may think that because usually when they see me on Facebook or whatever, that's what I'm usually doing. It's it's usually something pertaining to a book he has going on or something like that. But mm-hmm. that's because that's what I choose to use Facebook for. Like, And then the things that I have going on, you know what I mean, I still have to come up with a business plan and everything for what I want to do. So it's no, it's no rush for me. It's no rush for me. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So we so appreciate you sharing yourself with us, Christy. You know, that this is just an added treat with the interview that we have this evening. But um, this is Tony. I'm sorry. Saeed, if you'd like to share anything with our listeners uh, before we leave the chat room that you may have coming up, either your social media or when your new book is going to be dropping that you'd like to share with, with us? Uh, yeah, just, you know, check me out. Keep supporting me. For anybody who's uh, been supporting me, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, all the new readers who haven't had a chance to try my work, uh, give it a shot. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep giving it my best, you know, keep giving it my all, keep trying to entertain people. 
So check yeah, me out. Appreciate you for doing that. <laughs> and make sure you follow him and pick up that as Lisa, her favorite, that dope boy. And look forward to his new that family drama coming out in the new year of twenty seventeen. Thank you guys so much for joining Lisa and I here on Let's Chat. We so appreciate you. But, but thanks for having me. Your time. You're so welcome. Y'all enjoy the rest of your evening, okay? Okay. You too. Gotcha. Thank you. This is like good night. One of the best good night shows. Good night. This is awesome. This is like one of the best shows. I appreciate everyone that 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 listens to our show. The ones that stream us. The ones that the ones that listen to us on iTunes. We appreciate mm-hmm. you guys. Thank you guys for rocking with us. We've been doing this for a minute. Uh, more to come. And so we appreciate you. And we will see you tomorrow. We're going to be talking that talk about that eye candy. And we will mm-hmm. have Anitra Hill and uh, Terry Branch kicking yes, in the chat yes. room door. So it's going to be an exciting show. The ladies are going to take over and talk that talk about books, literature, uh, And we will see you tomorrow. Good night, everybody.